0: everyone and welcome to what would my shrink say a podcast where you get inside the heads of a couple psychologists and see life through their eyes you'll never be the same todd yeah how do you think friendships affect mental health Mm, if at all
1: i think overall i mean friendships are another form of relationships and so I think potentially they can, they can be a really significant um, influencer of your mental health, I guess. Like, yeah, I think right. relationships are, are pretty significant are in your back. overall mental health. Yeah, and, yep. and, and friendships is, are another type of relationship. So I know in my own life, my, my friends are um, probably every bit as important as my family. Is well i I have a few friends I'm really close to, so
0: I'm imagining a lot of people gasping at that hearing you say that yeah <laughs> do you would, have do you tell people that do you get much of a reaction to that comment?
1: um I don't know that I say that all the time, you know it's not something I regularly say, but right. I mean I've got a group of friends that um we've kind of piled around together since like third grade, mm. you know, and we still. We still hang out. We still go do things. We still see each other. We still take trips together. We still talk all the time. We still. Yeah. So it's it's somewhat unusual. I don't know if a lot of people have that, but we've we've all kind of um, grown up together, and
0: um, yeah, those those relationships are pretty significant. If I had to bet, I would say a lot of people feel that, but not many people would admit that would admit what that they feel closer to their friends than their family. Uh.
1: Yeah, I think I think you're probably right. I think in general close friends probably know you better than your parents do. Mhm.
0: Yeah. Or your brother might or your at whatever. least if you're an, an adult. Yeah. I mean, maybe when you're young, but Yeah. Although I don't know. When you're in, when you're in, I don't know, when I was in middle school <laughs> high school, you know, I pitched my friends. Uh, I don't know. In some in some areas, in some ways, they they know you better probably than your parents. But in other ways, obviously, your family would know you better. Sure, sure, the, and that's
1: it, it's different. I mean, yeah. different ways, and, and yeah, it, it is weird though. I'll go home. I, I live in a town about three hours away from from I, where my family is and where um, a couple of these friends are. And so when I go home for the holidays or whatever it is, um, I'm looking forward to seeing my family and. and and having that family time, but I'm
0: equally looking forward to seeing my friends. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. So what, um, I totally agree that, I mean, obviously friendships are a type of relationship and relationships are hugely, as we've talked about, important for, for mental health. What do you think is uniquely impactful, positively or negatively, about friendships when it comes to mental health compared to other typical types of relationships, family, spouses? co-workers um well i think (laughs) i i think
1: friends are are usually the people you have a lot of fun with you know so they're having those relationships um and nurturing those relationships usually just means you're going to be enjoying yourself probably Mm -hmm. um the other the other maybe aspect of that would be the the support you get from your friends, you know, or, or potentially get from your friends is, is different or um that, that can be useful, whether it's you know, emotional support, logistical support, um, right. whatever it is. There's usually a lot of support given. Um feedback I think is an important one. Um I use my friends a lot for feedback. Here's an idea, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Here's a here's a, something I'm toying with and thinking about doing. What do you think? And they're they're, they're really good at at vetting realistically
0: some of my weird ideas. Hmm. Better than other types of relationships you have.
1: <clears throat> yeah. I think other I think family sometimes can be too my family at least can be too Pollyanna. Polly, Pollyanna. You know, they're they're just going to Say, that oh, sounds yeah, great. great, honey. Yeah, good yeah. job. And My friends are like, "What? That doesn't make any sense." <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've ever
0: heard. <laughs> or, or, what
1: are you going to do when this happens? You know, you are like, "Oh, hadn't thought of that."
0: Okay, maybe, and maybe the same with, um, you know, like coworkers. In order to maintain good working relationships, they're not going to give you really good, yeah. feedback necessarily.
1: But your friends know you well enough to say, "Hey, dummy." Yeah, like you always forget about these kind of things, and
0: yeah, mm. and there is maybe not as much. In a way, maybe because friendships, there isn't as much built-in kind of um, pressure with friendships that there you can get kind of a freer response from people. Yeah, more so like, realistic. Yeah, you, you have to see your family every year, you know, for holidays, and you have to interact with them. And that you don't have to, but it, it's pretty built-in, right? So if you there's more at stake with those relationships, if you were to give a piece of feedback and then someone got really upset. Yeah. You be there's more consequences to that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Where, whereas maybe less so with a friend. Yeah. Or similarly with a coworker, right? You could really like mess with kind of office politics and relationships if you
1: really upset a
0: dynamic or yeah. You know. But with a friendship it's a more isolated thing so there's less pressure maybe.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. And and I don't I know a lot of people who don't have um a lot of close friendships. It's not uncommon that people have a couple friends and they're not, maybe they're just, they're good friends, but they're not hanging out all the time or they're not talking Mm -hmm. all the time. It seems like I meet a lot of people who don't have the the type of friendships that I have sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong. It just does seem like I I do come across quite a few, a a number of people who don't Mm -hmm. seem to have
0: as a, as a therapist, like I know I, I always, or almost always make a point to ask about friendships when I first interview someone for our, in our first session and I get a sense of their bigger background. Um, mm-hmm. That's a component of it. Um, what are you, are there things that you kind of look for when you, I'm assuming you, you generally ask about that on some level too. Um, as a therapist, when you're you are what you're trying to do basically is get a sense for someone's overall kind of mental health. So when you ask an open-ended question about like, tell me, you know, tell me about your friends something like that what are you kind of looking for either positively or negatively like what raises flags for you
1: um do they see their friends consistently are those friends supportive or um are they engaging in some of the same poor behaviors that my clients you know are they all Mm -hmm. alcoholics are they all using drugs together are they all Mm -hmm. you know are they what what kind of people are their friends you know that gives you a good sense of who the the person in front of you is too sometimes I think um, I think <laughs> I think the people you hang out with says something about you, so mm-hmm. I you know sometimes when they describe their friends, they're kind of describing parts of themselves as well, so um, but yeah, I want to see if the are are those friendships consistent? do they get support? what kind of support do they get from those friendships? Are they positive are they negative, helpful, reciprocal, those kinds of things,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. I have a lot of clients who say um, they basically say, yeah, I have some friends. And you don't get a sense for either much. It's not like they have tons of friends, but they also like you were kind of alluding to don't seem to have many deep friendships or especially kind of like meaningful, impactful. Yeah, yeah. impactful. That's maybe that's a better word for it. Friendships. What what how do, would you think about that? At like as a psychologist, as a therapist, like what does that say to you or suggest to you?
1: Well, it, it just it does. I mean, I guess that's what it would do for me is introduce more questions. Why is it that they don't have more friendships? Mm-hmm. Are there behaviors that my client exhibits that can make friendships difficult? You know, some some some. Let's say a patient struggles with anger a lot and expression expressing anger, and and maybe that's a reason they they don't maintain a lot of friends is because they end up getting ticked off and mm-hmm. screaming at their friend, and their friend doesn't want to be their friend anymore. So. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm concerned if I if I hear something like that, I don't have a lot of friends and then I kind of want to know why. What is it about that person? It could be that they're just very socially awkward and it's hard for them to approach people and maintain those kind of relationships or it could be that they're depressed and mm-hmm. and over the years the depression has kind of isolated them and and so it it's usually a good line of questioning to pursue. I think. Yeah.
0: And in some ways um quality of friendships is a a good overall uh, indicator of mental health, it sounds like.
1: Yeah, or at least, um, yeah, at least support, too. Mm -hmm. I I have a lot of clients um, who definitely lament the fact that they don't have other people in their life. You know, they don't have those friendships. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lonely existence without people around you that you care about
0: and who care about you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what? Let's let's we talked about what um, having friends or not having friends or the quality of those. Well, we've talked about it from the perspective of what that means about a person necessarily, but but what about the effect of friends on your mental health specifically? Like, what are <laughs> what are some of the common like ways that friendships affect mm. mental health? So, like, you, you, you gave some specific examples, like if if all your buddies are doing lots of drugs, like that could affect your mental health and well-being. Right? Yeah. So some kind of obvious ones like that. What about other anything else that comes to mind specifically?
1: Man, I you know, I rather than going my mind I, can, I I'm watching my mind <laughs> summon uh social support literature, which I'm fairly familiar with. Okay. But I uh, it's equally as as eager to like dive into my own anecdotal experiences with my friends. Go so, for it. Yeah. Um yeah my friends there there's there's two of them I talk to almost every night. Um and we'll even do like a three-way call, mm-hmm. you know, and and just talk and and in those in those phone calls we are laughing, having a great time, you know, talking about ideas that we have trying to relay information about what it's like to be a parent and and share experiences about our own struggles and, and what we're dealing with with kids and um, we're given feedback about, Hey, I think you did this well, you know, or, or, or not, or, yeah. so those, those phone calls or, you know, I go up there on a weekend or whatever and we hang out and it's the same thing we're, we're it's just, for me, it's like a lot of fun. It's a lot of information sharing. It's a lot of support, just emotional support and informational support um yeah and a lot of challenges you know i mean we we all talk about goals that we have and mm-hmm. and how are you doing on that and I don't know, it's like just accountability
0: sort yeah, of yeah it's
1: it's kind of an amazing it's an amazing group of guys wow yeah yeah i i'm I'm supremely lucky to have those guys
0: mm-hmm. yeah that's awesome
1: yeah it, it's it's a it's every once in a while I have to step back and go, wow, I think this is really. Something else.
0: How did that happen? I mean, I, I assume that's fairly <laughs> rare. Like, what do you think? I'm sure chance played a role in it. Maybe you're just lucky to some extent. But are there things you think you you did that made that more or less possible? Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: if if I look at us, there, there's like a core group of of four or five of us, and and I, I think because I'm a psychologist, I'm a dork, and I think about this stuff way too much. But and we've talked about this, so I'm not sharing anything new. But I, I think we all, in one way or another, were feral kids <laughs> growing up. Okay. Um, you know, either fathers kind of left through divorce or were, were abusive or were just neglectful in some ways. Or whatever, but we kind of just found each other. These kind of, this group of kids that just didn't have a lot of direction and a lot of oversight. Mm-hmm. That's probably the biggest thing. Not a lot of oversight. oversight. <laughs> and so we were doing things that <laughs> we just probably shouldn't have been doing, but we learned so much from it, you yeah. know? So the four of us would take off and go to Phoenix for a week, you know, at 15. <laughs> you know? Okay. And, and if you got a flat tire going to Phoenix, like, you fixed it. You know, mm. none of us were calling our dads because our dads didn't care, weren't right. there, had other stuff to do, whatever it was. And so, I think we all, I think one of the core elements of our friendship is that we we kind of helped, helped each other become adults and learn oh. and grow. And, and mm. there were so many experiences that we were just on our own trying to figure it out. And so I, I, that history, I think, has yeah. has really forged in some ways mm. some some bonds that are pretty pretty tough.
0: So that the the shared history of of uh, like a common kind of I don't know if adversity is the right word. A common set of challenges, maybe. Yeah, or just yeah. situations. Or, or just, situation. or
1: just a, similar environments where, yep. where we were just able to
0: spend a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. But then being with each other too at really important times of growth and and it. Yeah. contributing to that. And we
1: all kinda of went through different things together at the same time. You know, we were all kind of facing challenges that were similar, you know, as we developed into adults and yeah. got married and then had kids and then, you know, the challenges of career and um and so that that was really important that we were all able to kinda of support each other through those times and see each other go through divorces and and struggles with kids mm-hmm. and health and all sorts of
0: things. So I would imagine that There's a, maybe not a lot of people, but definitely a decent chunk of people have relationships like that initially in their life, maybe through kind of adolescence, early adulthood. But then I think a common experience for people is that friendships kind of fade away, right? Sure. They don't, they don't break up. They don't, oftentimes nothing major happens, but they just sort of fall off. What what do you think allowed you guys to kind of stay cohesive um when i think for a lot of people like entropy just sort of sits in and mm-hmm. you, things fall apart
1: I, you know i i think simply put is we we just all we we just never stop talking you know i mean you you're right we would move and and maybe you know oh i haven't talked to that guy for a couple of months but mm-hmm. but that would that's about it you'd run into mm-hmm. him again and you'd start i don't, I don't know it just never stopped
0: so, know. so that in itself is an interesting because, and that, that's a common experience. People move, right? Like that yep. geographic kind of distance is a big reason why friendships kind of fall apart or dissolve. What? So, but this impulse to stay, like, to always be talking, like, what? Break that down a little bit more. Like, why? Why do you think, <laughs> like, that was there? Because I, I think people, a lot of people, probably want they have friendships that they kind of feel are like fading away, and they don't want them to. But when they think like. Oh my god, talking every night, like how do you have the time? How do you what do you talk about? Like what do you I think people would really be curious, like what allows you guys to do that specifically?
1: Yeah, I don't know. And and and, and I, I will say every night isn't exact but but seriously, four three or four nights a week. Yeah. You know? Um Man,
0: I don't know. I mean I mean I think one thing that's interesting, just I would pick out that I think is unusual is you guys aren't just bullshitting about the latest football game or something, but it's, it, I mean, that's part of it. You have fun, you laugh, but it's also things like sharing difficulties, right? Or or asking for feedback or talking about goals and keeping yourselves accountable. So there's a kind of like, um, depth and like texture to those conversations
1: yeah, there's definitely um we definitely talk about our weaknesses a lot, you know, mm. we all kind of didn't do this well, you know, yeah, you know, hey, talking to my daughter about this, I don't know if I did that well, I got a little upset, you know, hey, all right, it's okay, you know, hey, go back tomorrow, figure it out, you know yeah i don't so and, but it's a lot of stuff like that uh-huh. and and just
0: I don't know, I think I think
1: a lot of people have friendships that are fun, yeah. And then and then it gets rocky, and then that's where the friendships break down. But funness isn't enough. No, kind of no, you got to have more distance, than that. So. Yeah, I mean, and seeing, seeing, I think even as we grew up, we all saw each other's challenges. You know, mm-hmm. we, we were able to kind of turn to the side and go, "Man, that Rough. dude's got you know a real, you know, issue here. You know, with this thing." Yeah. And seeing them struggle with that thing and then being part of the struggle with that thing and then you get kind of past that thing and, and you're just proud, you know, of your buddy or whatever. So I think it's it's really going – some of those friendships have been through hell, mm-hmm. you know. And so it, it just – I think it just builds a better friendship, that history and that – I don't know. It's a, And it
0: sounds like kind of um, vulnerability,
1: yeah, yeah. There's
0: a lot of just honest, like willing to like warts and all, sort of like there's this is <laughs> kind of like uncomfortable, yeah. painful thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's counterintuitive, right? Because you you could imagine a lot of people thinking like, oh, that's just going to be depressing if I bring that up. I don't want to burden them with that, or this yeah, makes I mean, me really anxious. Yeah, and it's or not something
1: we do all the time. It just it, it comes up here and there, right?
0: But somewhat regularly. Yeah. But yeah. I think people would be. I think most people are very resistant to that, for a lot of reasons. Yeah,
1: or if or if one of us was just whining,
0: okay, you know that wouldn't work. They'd, but, get, they'd get some feedback on that. Yeah,
1: more often than not, you know, one of us will say like, "Oh man, I, I got this. I, I don't know. I don't know really how I'm going to handle this thing."
0: Mm-hmm. And everybody
1: kind of weighs in and says like, well, "What do you try this maybe?" Or, but it's not like a whining kind of. Oh, I just can't do this. I'm, I'm giving me. up. It's yeah. I think I think one of us would say, "Hey." come on, pull mm-hmm. your pants up, like, <laughs> tighten them on, let's go, lace those shoes up, we're not, we're not sitting here. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's a weird, I'll admit, it's a, it's a, there, and, and we'll talk about that, because cause we all know our dads don't have this, you know, our dads mm-hmm. don't have four friends that they call all the time right. and hang out with, and like, we when we talk to other people, we're like, Wow. You know, when this when you tell everybody you've got four friends since third grade, people mm-hmm. are like, "What?"
0: Yeah, wow. How about so? Another aspect. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Do you do you have something else you wanted to? Mm. I don't want to transition out of that. If you're not ready. No. I'm good. Okay. What about though? So you've been remarkably good, I would say, at maintaining old friendships. Hmm. Um, but I think a, a, another place. I see a lot of people struggle is wanting to create new friendships and Mm. really struggling with that.
1: That's a hard thing, especially in adulthood,
0: I've noticed, to make new friends. It's a little tricky. What is that? Everyone says that. What do you think it is about adulthood that makes, like what are the ingredients in that that makes adulthood so much harder to make new friends? Well, one thing I've noticed is that,
1: <laughs> when you're going through school or college or grad school, or y- you always have this ready-made group of peers around you mm-hmm. that are going through the similar experiences you're going through, right. or the same experiences, yeah. and it's it's just an, a ready-made group of friends almost. You just mm-hmm. sprinkle in a little you, and you're off. You know, right. as soon as you hit your career, though, it's not like you've got <laughs> these kind of environments like that. Mm. You know, but that's why I think it's so important to join a softball team or take up jujitsu or take an art class or whatever because get around people that have similar interests and you'll probably have more success making friends, but it's still a little tricky. And I don't, I maybe it's because everybody's got their own family, their own life, their own stuff going on. And so. Yeah, so
0: certainly life just gets more complicated. Sure. And you have have just less free time, right? Right, free time, yeah. And a lot of friendships are are born of just kind of hanging out Mm -hmm. they're like unstructured, sort of unpressured time. Yeah. So that's part of it. But this thing about like being like most friendships, it's easier to develop friendships when you're young. So I think, I wonder if part of that is that when you're young, you spend a lot of time in, I think Mm -hmm. most people, or I don't know, I'm generalizing here, but school and sports for a lot, or like clubs dominate, dominate, friendship time when you're young, sure, right? Both of which are different in, in some pretty important ways than jobs or careers, which tends to dominate your time as an adult. And mm-hmm. I, so I think about school and, and sports and some other kind of activities in, in childhood, they're, they involve like definite sort of challenges and markers that everyone's kind of trying to right. move towards or achieve or kind of climb over. Sure, And i it's not that a job isn't challenging, but it's like everyone in class is trying mm-hmm. to, you know, get an A on the test or pass the class, right? Everyone on the team is trying to win the football game. Right. Right. Everyone at a job is trying to, um, I don't Do know, their own get job. their own paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. So not like the, a united effort. Yeah. To yeah there's something, something about kind of a, being in it together with a, with the same kind of goal that everyone's struggling to achieve. I, I feel like there's something fundamental about that when it comes to forging friendships.
1: The 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 bonds that are formed in struggles. Like a shared, a struggle. shared struggle. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree with that.
0: That it that also involves growth, like personal yeah. like a lot of personal growth. Which is something I think I think a lot of people plateau in careers. Like once they start working, they, they there's an early burst of I gotta learn how to do this thing. Right. But then they basically know how to do it. Well, once you, while you're
1: learning, there's the struggle. It's like I got to learn yeah. how to do this. And but then, then once, once you do it,
0: yeah. you could have decades of basically coast. just doing your job. Yeah, which is important, right? You plan yeah. on the bacon, you, you know. Do it. But it doesn't have that element of like a shared obstacle to overcome, and a person like continual personal growth alongside other people.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm actually there are careers out there that do this though, that where you're on a oh, team, yeah. you know, right. and and I. And I almost would wonder what the research says about that. That would be really interesting. Do they actually have better friendships and and are more friendships formed in those work environments where there's a team effort or, you know, I I think of uh, we have the Sandia Labs here. Mm -hmm. Um, And and a lot of my clients who who work at the lab maybe will say, like, we have a project that we're all attacking. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's a really cool thing. And and so I wonder if they're also forming friendships. Yeah. You know, more fluidly there because mm-hmm. there is that united effort. That's yeah. an interesting question.
0: I don't know. But but that would suggest that you have to kind of find there there's an important like there are important situational factors to building friendships. Right? You have to find these kind of like common goals and obstacles. Of course that's not you don't have to, but that does seem to be a pretty active ingredient. I agree. In, yeah why it's so relatively easy. No, I'm not saying it's easy, but relatively easy forming friendships as a kid compared to as an adult. Well,
1: yeah. When you join a, one of my, one of my best friends um, I met in third grade on a soccer team. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it was a, we both like soccer, you know, for a little bit in third grade. So that's where we met. We, We went through a few seasons of soccer and we just kept hanging out after that or, School, or you know, a few of my friends have met through sports, though, and through mm-hmm. those kind of those kind of shared activities. And you, you have to have something in common with your friends, probably.
0: Yeah. I think you Some also overlap. when you're young, you you grow. You're more of a blank slate, so you can you can be hanging out. Let's say you meet it in soccer, but then soccer season ends, and you guys are just hanging out for the summer, and you all kind of get into comic books together. Mm -hmm. When you're young, there's way more potentiality for developing new interests and skills. And so you can, you can kind of grow into common interests. It's easier to grow into common interests when you're young. Whereas when, once you become an adult, like it's not that that's not possible, but your interests are pretty, you've got a lot of interests already. Like you're pretty invested in them. It gets harder to jointly develop new interests together with people. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Yeah yeah um hmm, that's interesting yeah maybe (laughs) i don't know
0: (laughs) we're really free willing well
1: well i'm thinking about with my friends like that's one of the things that we we continue to do you guys
0: do together yeah yeah well that's
1: you know like we two, uh, two or three of us took up golf in adulthood two or three of us took up you know different little hobbies and stuff and 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 we just continue to kind of push each other in different areas or or share something we'll one of us will stumble on something go hey
0: yeah you know this is kind of cool you want to try that you know and you guys are quite the case study that's but but i think that's uncommon i don't think most people do that i think they look around for people who share something that's already established but i think deliberately trying to create new interests with people that's I, don't, I think a lot of, we don't really think like that. I, I think that's like not a normal mindset.
1: I don't know. I mean, if you stumbled upon a hobby, you wouldn't tell your friends about it. You wouldn't say like, oh, I'm doing this. You should try this. Check it out.
0: If I was actively wishing I had more friends and I stumbled upon a hobby, I don't know that I would be, I wouldn't think of that as a way to, intuitively, I wouldn't think of that as a way to strengthen a budding friendship okay i I just I don't know maybe that's just me I maybe I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum, but I until now I hadn't really thought that through, huh but it and and i I would imagine at the beginning stages of friendship people are kind of anxious they're kind of afraid and then they're like I don't know they're they're more I just think it's easier to people the way people think about it is. I'm gonna scan the population of potential friends, find someone who I know is already interested in something I'm interested in, and then try and make that work. And I don't know that that's a bad strategy, but I think we, and I'm really thinking about this myself right now, we ought to consider the idea, who is someone who would be interesting in developing a new interest well, look along at, with me?
1: look at you and I in this podcast. Right. I yeah, mean, we're we doing that. That's what we're doing. And we kind of knew we liked podcasts, I guess. And then... Yeah, and then we're like, well, let's try it. Let's yeah. see what happens. And and I don't I don't know. And now we have dinner every once in a while together. Or we go get a beer here mm-hmm. and there.
0: We'll yeah. So, we're, we're talking about it. we're bouncing ideas off each other. We're like joking. Yeah. Yeah. But I think so. The more I talk about this, the more I think that the there's something important about growth in friendships. Yeah. Like f- building, like to build a friendship, you need. To actively be thinking about growing together. In in different areas, I,
1: I would say growth and a lot of shared experience. That time, yeah, I think that's a really important. I don't think you can have a really good friendship if you're not donating time right, to without it without time. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And and I see people make that mistake a lot with friends. Yeah, we're friends. I haven't seen them for you know four months, but mm-hmm. and it's like well. And so when you're when you're trying to you know when you're lonely and you're thinking about yeah. people that you can go hang out with, you know it's it's hard to call someone you haven't seen for four months and have a good time. Right. It's it's
0: easier if you
1: just keep yeah. that
0: friendship going. I, I wonder if that's because for most of us, our dominant model of how friendships work are childhood, where friendships kind of happen, like your parents set yeah. up play dates, or you just happen to be on someone's soccer or you're in team class and you're with someone like, all the time. Yeah, it's it automatic. Kinda, yeah. But when you're an adult. We don't have a good model for how do you how do you create a friendship when it isn't just thrown in your lap.
1: Yeah, because because you're right. In, in school, you're just automatically going to see yeah. that person yeah. every
0: day, you know, until right. you graduate. So we, I think, if you don't think about it, you just I don't know, kind of expect that that should happen. That that's the way it. Friendships just either they happen or they, and if they don't just happen, uh, I don't know, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, we don't think of it as this like investment, this thing you have to like construct and put effort and time and investment into and build. Right. And maintain. Yeah. Cause in a way that seems kind of, it, it seems unromantic. Friendship <laughs> seems like kind of a romantic <laughs> thing. It just happened. Like, Oh yeah, I'm just like friends with, you know, but yeah. it, the, yeah. the idea of building a friendship seems a little, I imagine that seems a little off putting to some people. It sounds effortful or something. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. unnatural kind of, or something,
1: but it's probably the funnest process you'll ever engage. Yeah. In. Right. Right. Yeah. Interesting. So, do you you think you also think friendships are pretty important to your mental health? Oh yeah, yeah. In what ways? Huge.
0: Um, I think. Well, so I'm trying to think of uniquely how are how are friendships important to mental health. Um, So I think they. You mentioned feedback. Like I think that a good friend can I think is uniquely situated to give you good honest feedback, which I think is a surprisingly rare thing in adult life. People giving you really getting really good feedback. Right. So I think that that is huge. Um, I also think that just having good supportive friends, it, it communicates on some in a very tangible real way. It communicates that like, I'm okay. Like, and that, that sounds a little woo woo or kind of touchy feely, but the idea that there, there's these people who I really enjoy and I really admire and they just want to hang out with me. I think that says something pretty profound about who I am as a person. Sure. And I think we have this myth that like, well, you know, what people think doesn't matter and you should just love yourself and be happy with yourself no matter what. And I don't, maybe there's something to that. But I also think it's undeniable that just, it matters like what people think of us. Yeah. like and if and the fact that people really enjoy your company and like being around you and laugh at your jokes and are interested in similar things and want to do stuff with you and i think that like i think that leads to a very like calming and confidence boosting sense of self like that i think that really does something for your sense of self
1: well, it, or, we're social creatures, humans. So, yeah, so knowing that, hey, we, we we do have a group we
0: belong to. Yeah, you feel that, belonging. And, and and I feel it.
1: You know, it is a sense of well-being.
0: Like, yeah, I'm okay.
1: Yeah, I, I, got, I got my crew. Right. Yeah.
0: I, I yeah I don't know I and that's that's vague and that's we could definitely unpack that more. But to me, that seems really fundamental. Like that seems really important. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. All right. Cool. All right. We might have to do a. Volume two of we're gonna do a volume two. Episode. You know what
1: I'm thinking is is even inviting my buddies on. Oh, we should do that. we should and Just get a dissecting huge, like, round table. how our friendships evolved. And that would be cool. That'd be interesting. Okay, all right. Good idea. Bye. Hey everyone, Nick and I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Please rate us on iTunes if you get a chance, and if you have any feedback or comments for us, that'd be great as well. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover in the podcast, let us know in the comment section as well. Thanks.